Welcome back to the Roll Blob Podcast, presented by the Broken Anchor with Andy and Cap. You know me, I'm Cap. You know him, he's Andy. Andy, how are we? And you know me, dude. I've been fine. I've been so fine. Doing the past great. Week. Like, yeah, airing your dirty laundry on Twitter. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> my question is, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great, and uh, I love the sarcastic buddy there. So, yeah, if you can't tell, Andy and I are in a little bit of a cold war. Um, you know, we, we've had a little spat. That's okay. Uh, there's weird vibes in the house tonight, and the kids are scared. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to get some hot chocolate going. We're going to cuddle by the fire, and uh, we'll work this thing out. Um, <laughs> Andy loves being disagreed with, if nothing else. Um, but can other, other than trouble in paradise, life is good. Xavier's 4-0. We've got Bill Walton being Bill Walton. Uh, talking about how Steph Curry won't return his calls. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got buzzer beater ending after buzzer beater ending. Just close finishes, bro. It's awesome, bro. Life is good. Like, we have basketball. That is just something to be so grateful right, for right now. We have basketball, and it really is not showing many signs of going away. I think they're running the whole I mean, COVID league yep. as well as they can. So, yeah, it's going decent. I mean, it's just weird when you see, like, Kentucky with, like, sensors on their jerseys for, like, contact tracing and shit. I'm like, okay, but we can't pay the players. Okay, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> but you also might be able to tell a little bit of a PSA. I'm not underwater anymore. Whoa, whoa. Big Breathing news. Air. Who would have Big thought? news under the Roll, Roll Blob podcast. The gills are closed. <laughs> we are full-on mammal. Yeah, those clowns at the Broken Anchor sent me a fucking mic. Uh I don't know. Not a good investment, investment. but uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You give me free shit? <laughs> I know. Just passing out free shit like candy. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, but hopefully that helps the audio quality a little bit. And, um, you know, I'll do what I can to try and muck it up a little bit. I'm sure I'll find a way. It, it just wouldn't be right if it sounded too professional, Andy. We are here for chaos. <laughs> right. So moving on up in the world, it's definitely different than us just yapping at each other on uh, Xbox mics, uh, <laughs> like we're twelve year olds on playing Halo. But uh, it's good times, man. Who has an Xbox mic here? I have a PlayStation mic, dude. Yeah, we roll with PlayStation now. Yeah, this we, is two thousand seven. Yeah, big big facts, bro. Uh, but Andy, good stuff to talk about. We're gonna get into some Bill Walton, get into some some world of college basketball. We'll work out our little argument, yell at each other real quick, and then hug it out. Um, <laughs> hug it out, bitch. <laughs> doesn't work against. Doesn't work with women. I have found. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it'll be good, man. Let's cut to Andy Mack and let's get to it. Okay, Andy, we're living in paradise. Uh, it's kind of like found money right now, Andy, getting a college basketball season. Uh, I was in that zone of we're not going to get anything, and now we're just watching game after game. So many good games. Uh, Bill Walton doing his bullshit. I'm, I'm just loving it, man. It's really – it's when you find that 200 the, – the, those two $100 bills. I almost said $200 bill, and I realized those don't exist. Uh, Unicorn. Can't can confirm. <laughs> uh, but I'm not giving it back. I have it. I'm used to it. It's mine now. I am not sacrificing. I'm not giving it away. 
that's a thing. Now that it's here, it's going to really hurt to have it taken away. Like if we, if we get like games canceled, I'm going to be a little bitch about it. You see me be a little bitch about playing like shit. Uh, I'm really going to be a little bitch if we get games taken away. <laughs> well, no, let's wait to see him about not playing at all. <laughs> exactly right. I don't know if that'd be better or worse, uh, but it's just been good times, man. I don't know what's been sticking out to you. There was just a point today, just like sitting and chilling and listening to Bill Walton just get cut off by the, by the hard <laughs> network out, always telling a story um, and just awkward pauses and just him talking about nonsense. I, I think the funniest thing is like my girlfriend was saying this today where uh, I have to give her credit now. Cause if I don't, she'll yell at me from the other room uh, where like you just, if you're not listening for like 10 seconds and you just start listening again and he's just talking about God knows what, you're like, how the fuck did we get here? You know, like, how long have I not been paying attention? Because he's just like... You've been gone for three days. Yes, dude. And I just love all the existential bullshit. Like, dude's something else, man. I'll have whatever he's having on days end with Y. And that, that's one, one way we really differ. I can't stand that shit. I don't like it if he's calling a Xavier game, but that's really it. I think everybody can agree with that. Like, um, watching those three games in Maui two years ago... Oh. I wanted to ring his fucking – I think that's what may have ruined it for me, and now I just can't I turned stand it, off. it at all. I turned it off, and I think I listened to Joe and Byron and Joe, even though it was, yeah. like, on a delay. Yeah. Like, uh, I, and I think he – like, that just completely ruined Bill Walton completely for me. Now he, he literally takes away from the game for me. He, there like, was a Xavier Colorado game that stuck in my crawl for a while, I think, like, during JP's, like, sophomore or junior year. Yeah, it, it's rough if you're calling it, but if you're just chilling and having a good time drinking some beers, Bill Walton's the best. I can't even get on that train. It's it's just oh, done for me. It is just done damn. for me. Wet blanket, Andy Pick. He literally, just it it cr- makes me cringe hearing his voice now. <laughs> I love it. And I swear, like, I swear, his next word is his last every time. Then you won't want to listen to Frank Calando as Bill Walton talking to Bill Walton because it's hilarious. Okay, now that would be funny because it's not ruining a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as shit. And then Andy, right now we got Kansas playing Kentucky. Dickie V on the call. It just feels. I right, love man. that. I just do feels love right. that. So we have the Champions Classic. Uh, that game's going on right now. We just watched Michigan State take it to Duke in Cameron Indoor. And, I mean, there, there's a guy that uh, – um, Joey Hauser, he had a hell of a game. There's a guy that Wojo might be missing right now. <laughs> the floor slappers. <laughs> yeah, we saw Wojo and the boys go down to Oklahoma State. Uh, Cade Cunningham and the boys. Um, Marquette doing Marquette things. Um, just yeah, – I, I think I saw Hotballs say, like, they – Marquette either has one go-to player and no and no depth, or six or seven pretty solid players but no go-to yeah. player, and it's always the same result. It's and crazy because I look at the roster and they're like an anti-Butler to me. Like I look them down the roster, I'm like, man, I like DJ Carton a lot. I, I like Jamal Kane a lot. Uh, I, I like Dawson Garcia. Is obviously crazy talented. Theo John is at least does some things correctly when he can, you know, walk Three in the right direction. Three-point specialist Theo John. <laughs> Three-point specialist Theo John, sharpshooter. Um, but they're like an anti-Butler. You look at those individual pieces, you're like, they got some dudes. And they just never live up, or they, they live up, and then they just completely fall off a cliff. Um, and then with Butler, it's like the exact opposite. Like, I just look at that roster, and I'm like, woof, that roster sucks. And then they end up being pretty damn good. Um, so it's weird. And then, obviously, Georgetown's trash, uh, surprising to no one, uh, losing to my boys, the anchors <laughs> away, the, the Navy boys, um, which, really isn't, which really isn't an upset. <laughs> yeah, the old anchor. <laughs> Let me know when they fix that thing, by the way. Uh, but yeah, so a, a big victory for them. Um, for I mean, well, is it really? Honestly, it's Georgetown. They suck. Now, so at what point do we start pointing to Patrick Ewing? Like, I'm not, I'm not specifically yeah. there yet. But at what point do we get there? 
Yeah, I, I think it's Patrick Ewing's. He's going to have a long leash, you know? Like, it's yeah. not – it's like if Xavier, like, had David West as the coach. Right. Like, like, he I'm would have a long leash. I, th- I think um, Ewing's putting in – like, he's bringing in some good recruits. I mean, half his team – with, Akin- with the Akinjo shit and, like, all the dudes yeah. they lost, like, they would be pretty good this year, I think. I, f- I feel like they would. I mean – They'd at least be, like, I think at least, you know, in the running from the that middle of the pack area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I don't I – don't, I saw people um, calling for – Patrick, Patrick Ewing's job. I think he's a good coach. If they get rid of him, I think he d- wouldn't do very, very well somewhere else. Um, I don't think you can let it go. I think there's just too th- much potential there. You, ha- um, you have to keep going, in my opinion, if you're a just Georgetown fan. Yeah, I think so, too. It's just tough with those kind of coaches. I feel like when you get a big-name coach, like a Ewing or like a Jawan Howard or, or, or one of those kind of guys, like a Penny or whatever, like one, like one of the NBA guys with clout, like I feel like you need a splash, you know, and you, you need to get momentum fast and then keep it going. Like – it, I, don't, I feel like for them, it's hard to like, if you kind of come in and then kind of fumble a little bit, I feel like it's hard to pick it back up. Like you need that like initial splash and you got to ride that momentum wave. You know, like if you bring in a Travis Steele, you're not, you're not bringing him in to just bring in big name recruits, you know, like he's not Chris Mullen, you know, like he's the opposite essentially. But like, I think that you are really counting on that splash, that initial, you know, big hire, whatever, like bring in all the big names and let's go. And I think now that it's three, four years and, nothing's really happened yet it's just like hey is this this got the juice i feel like it hurts that uh that brand i i would agree with that uh but i think i think we know that patrick Ewing is a good basketball coach he knows what he's he's doing he's Uh, not bowling or anything yet he's he's not just some clown show like i think penny hardway is just a fucking clown show i think he has no business being the head coach of a division one basketball program he has shown time and time again that he cannot coach he's just a name to recruit and in his first year with this first big recruiting class he gets a scandal go shock like right exactly yeah 100 so, yeah i mean he's gonna bring in names he's penny hardaway he's like a low-key like nba legend i, I respected him a lot as a player i, I don't he's a great player I don't think I would want him as my coach. I mean, but but if he's gonna, but if you're Memphis and you're like a tweener program and you're bringing in those kind of recruits, like, can you say no to that? I mean, it's I, I'm not blaming Memphis for hiring him, but yeah. I think he has a very short career before they're like, yeah, this just isn't working. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's like a long term solution. But I can understand if you're Memphis being like, okay, let's let's recruit some so top really ten kids and see what happens. A, really, I don't really don't think he's been a good recruiter. He's just been a good payer. Like mean, he's been you're right. I mean, he's money. bringing in decent recruit. I, I feel you on that. Um, but other than that, man, just been a bunch of good games. Uh, the Big East is doing solid. Um, Dayton barely squeaked out a win today. Um, uh, some <laughs> people are looking stupid there. There's been this Dayton fan in my mentions all week about how we have bar- been barely beating Bradley, mm-hmm. Toledo, and EKU. Yep. Um, and then Dayton comes out and beats Eastern Illinois by three. Fun fact. <laughs> Very fun fact that I love. Both Toledo and Bradley are ranked 50 spots higher than Eastern Illinois. Someone's, someone better be deleting some tweets right now. Are you saying Eastern Illinois wouldn't make the all-inclusive tournament? I mean, I think they would. They'd be on the bubble? Make the all-inclusive, but, uh, they, I think they would make the all, all-inclusive tournament, but I think they'd be in a play-in game. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great start, but it's so early, dude. Like, we've talked about this, and we'll get into this for our Xavier stuff. Um, and then, too, man, like, how many, how many games is Oakland going to play? I swear every single day I see them having a fucking a, a final <laughs> score. I'm like, Jesus Christ. They're going to play 43 games. God damn. And, Honestly, dude, if you're how, Oakland, you're taking any game you can get. And how about them, dude? Oakland giving Michigan all they could handle. I was rooting so hard for Oakland. Told you we were going to shock the world. <laughs> There's been so it, like, many what-ifs. 
There's been a bunch of what ifs, dude. Ohio State against UMass Lowell. And UMass Lowell, UMass. I watched that game. Ohio State couldn't hit a three to save their fucking life. And yeah. UMass Lowell was hitting from everywhere. They were hitting some tough shots. So I had a lot of respect for UMass Lowell. Just like EKU. Uh, <laughs> honestly who <laughs> shot like 24 percent hey i'm t- i'm saying they hit some tough ass shots they also bricked a shit ton we'll, we'll get into that though anything else we want to talk about wide world of sports any more dickie v any more bill walton i know you love bill walton you know what let's 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 get into it god did jay billis piss you off by the way with what just being jay billis uh, not really. I've, He's I've just got always, like a holier than thou vibe. Like I'm smarter. I, I, I than really you. do like Jay Billis. I think he. Um, I respect his he's like. His, he's so yeah. candid, and he just says it how it is. Mm-hmm. He kind of has a little bit of an arrogance. There's just times where he just like comes off as just like the like I'm smarter than you. Like I'm out of your league kind of deal. He can be arrogant. He, he may, and I personally don't have a big issue with arrogance as long as it's not like belittling. But then again, I piss myself off. So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Xavier, this is what you're here for. Just a quick PSA. All right, we're Xavier fans. We're diehard Xavier fans. During the season, it's, it's about that. It's about that time. I'm gonna tell my dad. I'm a big Xavier basketball fan. He's gonna be pissed. I know. Um, you're gonna get a lot of Xavier basketball talk during the season. Uh, it's just gonna happen. So it's that's what we what know best. Do. It's what we're most yeah. passionate about. It's really what we are around. Um, so we may come off a little one-dimensional. If that is the case, I, I'm not really sorry. Oh. it's kind of one of those deals. It's kind of like, it's my birthday. I'm going to cry if I want to like, right. it's my podcast. I'm going to talk Xavier basketball. If I want to, you know, like this is what we love. Like whatever. We're going to talk spend, about Xavier basketball. I spend 95% of my day talking about Xavier basketball. Anyway, I really don't have time or energy for anything else. Dump trucks and Xavier basketball. That's, that's all that matters. Um, Andy, listen up ladies. <laughs> Xavier played their fourth game this season, beat EKU in overtime. Um, I was a lot less happy with the effort than you were. It was a fast-paced, up-and-down game. Um, Dwan Odom played like a freshman. Paul Scruggs fouled out. Um, definitely a weird game. I, I definitely think that there is some um, some validity to, to saying throw it away, burn the tape a little bit in, in that regard. Just a all-out press, all-out up-and-down game. Um, but to me, you're, you're playing a sub-200 Ken Palm team. And this was like the, the, the start of our fight. I was also pissed drunk. Uh, <laughs> your boy was hammered. And, uh, it can be out of cap live for being positive. Andy, I get so much Andy that like, and we were just on complete opposite sides of the spectrum. And I knew like me drunk. I'm like, we're just going to yell at each other. And it's just not going to be good. We don't need to do this. Cause like we are, we were on complete opposite. I was fucking pissed. It was hard for me to even watch the game. Like, especially like we were up like seven, ugly. we were up like seven to 10 for most of the game. You know what I mean? Down the stretch. And then like the last like five, six minutes and we were just leaving the door wide open. I that, had a hard time watching that four minute stretch. I, I was getting a little, I was getting a little frustrated and a little angry. Like we cannot, we have to be mentally tough and keep that lead against a sub 200 team. I get that. Um, but what I'm proud of is the fact that we stopped their runs. A lot of teams in the past, like we saw it in the um, in the round of 32 with a one seed, they couldn't stop the run. They, we, we were up 12 and let it all get pissed away. But in this case, we had the mental toughness to stop the run, and we even had answers. So, And it was from guys that were not our go-to guys. I mean, Nate Johnson hit two huge shots. Nate was huge. And so he, he, he's, he really stepped up in a game that Paul wasn't there. We need Paul. I mean, this is, this is the one thing that we've said 
and really my only knock on him is just that you guys stay out of foul trouble, dude. That's been that's been his thing for the move past his feet, three dude. years. Like he plays like a goddamn football player. Like and he'll do these little body checks, which is a foul in basketball. And then he'll whine and he'll lump it like lump yeah, his shoulder. I'm like, bro, fucking play defense. We need you on the floor. It's not worth some stupid little body check to lose our best player. I mean, he he should be hands down our most consistent player all season. He is like, the most essential player on the roster. That is a yeah, fact. No question. No question. Uh, and but dude, Fremantle's a fucking dog. Eleven of twelve from the field. He is a dude. He is a fucking. And he was hitting from all over the floor. Corner he has threes. a bold strategy of putting the ball in the basket. Whoa! And, make shots. And, and god damn it, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you crazy son of a bitch? I'm here for it. <laughs> Let's play the make shots offense. I mean, I don't know why we went away from it for for stretches of the game, but. I love Fremantle's just mentality. Hey, let's put the ball in the hole. You know, what, you, know? Like, you know what? We got a little off track. Let's get back to the make shots offense. Fremantle <laughs> was like, I'm going to put the team on my back and make shots, and maybe they'll follow my lead. Yeah, and Fremantle was awesome. We did. He, he's just one of those dudes. I mean, he's just got great touch from anywhere on the floor, and he's kind of like Deontay Carter. <laughs> like, and I think, Jay, I think Jason Carter has a lot of value on this team. I really he does. Do. I mean, he starts for a reason, and he should start. He's in no danger of losing a starting and position. This team, it's the little things, bro. They don't want to rebound. They don't want to block out. They don't want to do the dirty work. That, that possession, Carter, we gave up three offensive oh, rebounds. I dude, was throwing EKU shit. EKU took 31 more shots than us. That should never, ever happen against no. a good team. And physically, we should have owned that team. We should. I mean, the they had some athletic bigs. They had. They just they had, had a couple. They had a couple dudes. They had that floor. one dude that had like that the alley oop. I was like, that yeah. was per, that was pretty impressive. Uh, and he got up, dude. He got. But up. but but from the but, one through five, we had them at every single position. We did. athletically, especially when we had yeah. um, Griffin and Fremantle down low. Right. And that wasn't really a game for Griffin getting up and down the getting up and down the floor. Right. Like, I mean, that, that's, that, that's really, more that's more in miles. Uh, yeah, but he's a, um, he's, field, but he's a freshman, he's, and he's going to be up and down all year. Yeah, um, like he's going to have his games where he just looks lost, and he, he's going to have his games where he looks great. Like, it's going to happen with Deontay Miles. And like I, he's, yeah. he's a project. Like, we, we I think we this. just look tired, like, which is understandable. I, I'm actually a little surprised. I was talking about this today. Uh, I'm a little surprised by the schedule, to be honest with you. Um, you know the shootout would normally give it four or five days of breathing room on both sides. Um, it feels like we're playing every other day, and if not, at least every three days. Um, and to be playing – you know, every, every trying to get reps. Yeah. Every other day. And then we got a game and then three days later, the shootout um, feels like a lot, you know, and it kind of seemed like the boys were a little gassed. I know when they, uh, when they made this schedule, I'm sure they planned on a 10 man rotation. Yeah. They plan on having CJ and Colby. We, we lost them. So we got knocked back down mm-hmm. to an eight man rotation when three of those guys are centers. So yeah. Paul, Nate, um, Dwan are all playing 35 plus minutes a game. Yep. It's just uh, interesting so, how it's playing out. Um, but I'm obviously too, there was a, just a lot less planning that could go into it. Um, so kind of point counterpoint, Andy, uh, you were, you were in positive and, and like you said, uh, and I, I'm with you on this, avoiding a bad loss is sometimes as big as getting a big win. I mean, you you play to win, you know, like it's about winning games or four and can't say anything bad about that. To me, it's just the eye test, man. Like, and like you brought up the EK or the, the ETSU game, uh, from Trayvon Blewett senior year. But it's like we didn't go to the NIT two years in a row before that game. We looked good against teams all season. We haven't looked good except the team that had no practice coming into the game, you know? And that's just where I'm coming so, from. And, like, there, there are so many aspects that did look good, though. Like, no, we, our defense has not looked great. Our rebounding needs to step it the fuck up. We need to help better on screens. We need to do so much better on the defensive end, and we need to take care of the fucking ball. Uh, there are so many – 
like a lot of those turnovers were just why are you even trying to pass that? So yeah, we, I feel like I, I we think, got a little yeah. too cocky and like I play our own Juan, game. We played into we played into their hands, man. We did, and yeah. like that's one one of those things we got to stay mentally tough in. Um, so part of that's on Travis, part of that's on the um, on the players on the floor. They all got to be in this on the on the same page. Like, hey, we need to relax. We have good ball handlers. Like, Odom's, Odom's gonna be great, dude. He just, he he was a freshman. You know, it was his first time playing against a D one press, um, and and he had a freshman game. You know, uh, his and, first one all season. He had 14 and two, 14 assists, two turnovers coming into the game. I think he's going to be more than fine. Yeah. And then he, and all of a sudden he has seven assists. Like that means I mean, seven, seven turnovers. He looked that, tired. That Even Travis talked about that. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's just a standard thing. And it, it's early. You got to temper these things. We've played a shit ton of games in a short stretch. And, and honestly, too, it's like with the three games in three days all at noon, what can you really take from like the second and third game? And, and so there's, there's a lot at play there. It, it, it just is a standard thing. Like this is, EKU at home, uh, a shit team, like a team that we should be running, but we're young. Just look at the box score, then, yeah, that looks terrible. Yeah. But you ha- that's why you have to actually watch the games. And Right. Like, I watched the game. I mean, we were I, I know, throwing the ball did. all over the court. I mean, just offensive lapses. Kiki kills me on defense sometimes. Um, he does. But there, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes the, into it. It's that just about growth. one of the growth. things that uh, Travis did that I really disagreed with was, I mean, I understand, like um, – challenging we needed Kiki in there for free throws at the end and challenging got to step up and make a big play but having one of our worst defenders on the guy that's been killing us from three when we're up three I, I didn't get that didn't make any sense yeah no. and then the yeah, Fremantle ended up playing some phenomenal defense and it just happened to go in like oh yeah I, I had no problem with Fremantle's defense at all I mean there was a couple of plays where the ball went in and I was like I don't even fucking care that was defended right, very that was well a good shot you are there's a lot of right there's a lot of positive and with Kiki it just kills me because he's so good He's, he's so fucking good. so good on the on and it, offense. And it kills me when it's just effort and just attentiveness stuff. You know, that's all that it is. If he wanted to be, he could be an incredible defender. And that's just what kills me. Is it's just, just paying fucking attention and just being locked in on that side of the ball. It fucking kills me. It's one thing when you're, like, physically just limited in certain things. You could, Like O'Mara, when he was, like, a sophomore. It's like only certain things O'Mara can fucking do. Um, <laughs> but goddamn, Kiki's explosive as shit. He could be in there on passing lanes and whatever the fuck he wanted to. He could be getting steals like crazy. It, it, it just drives me crazy with that kind of stuff with just – that just is about showing up mentally. You know, that's all that is, um, which Dwan Odom does very, very well. Um, normally, he looks like a freshman, but th- that happens. But we'll get past that. I think we got our, uh, our, our hot chocolate and uh, <laughs> we, got, we got the tea in us and we're, we're feeling good. Um, yeah, I was just drunk as shit, and I was pissed, man. Like, it just – I'm just ready to be good. And the expectations are high. This is Xavier basketball, two NITs in a row. Um, that, that, and- that is unacceptable. We, we don't like that. And, I, uh, like, so I'm, I'm for one, like, we were literally on top of the cliff. Like, we had – half the bracketologists had us in the tournament, half of them had us out. I personally had us out, but, uh, like, you can't guarantee – like, you, I really can't say we went the two NITs, but we should have – we shouldn't have even been in the NIT conversation last year. So I, I, I do, I do deem that unacceptable, but there are a lot of things that played into it. We were so limited on offense. That was the exact opposite of the offense Travis wanted to run. We had players that really showed no interest in playing to win the game. They just showed interest in impressing pro scouts. And I think that was very obvious. Um, so, and, and that, that happened at times. So, there, there were so many things that got in the way of the of the team the past two years, and a lot of it was limited skill sets. This year, this has to be the year we show we see progression. 
offensively, I've seen a lot of progression. Take care of the ball, and like that. That's that's where the only thing holding this offense back. We get Colby and CJ back in in a week. This offense is about to take off. I hope so. Um, but I was talking to my dad. I mean, they're two freshmen. You know, they're two freshmen. They're going to be thrown into the into the mix. Uh, I think it'd just be a little different if it was like we're missing Scruggs and Fremantle. You know, we're missing. We're probably the loss if we were missing those. No question. <laughs> um, no doubt in my mind about that. Uh, it is two freshmen, you know, and it's going to help us because we really only have a seven-man rotation right now, you know, with Nate and, and, My- and Griffin coming off the bench. Yeah, um, Miles is kind of like one of those borderline I'm sorry. guys. Yeah, I meant to say Kiki. I'm sorry. Yeah, Miles really, to me, isn't really in the rotation right now. No. Um, I mean, he's getting, he's getting time and he's getting some uh, quality minutes, and he's doing a, a fine job out there, but it's, he's really going to be matchup-based. 100%. And he's just going to have those moments where he's just way up and down. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm just looking at the schedule, and I'm like, man, we have one more game against – whoever the fuck, whoever the Tennessee fucking Tennessee, tech. Tennessee Sub tech, 300 yeah. Ken Palm team. <laughs> if this one's close, I deserve to have my fucking spot. <laughs> um, they suck. And then, and then from that, it's 23 high major games in a row. 23, 23. in a row. Like, and I was saying this last night, but we're going to get our taints handed to us if we bring this bullshit to the Big East. And I know it's early. I know we have a limited roster. You can throw this game a little bit out the window because of the, the press thing on short, on short rest, the three games in three days, all that shit. But – this is a results business, man. Like at the end of the day, it's about what we show. And it's like, yeah, this, that, and the other could have happened last year. Paul Scruggs was out. I think we made the tournament with Paul Scruggs, just me personally. But at the end of the day, it's, we didn't make it. We did not succeed. We failed, you know? And to me, we, ha- we were way too fucking talented. And we were the last two years too. Uh, and I know there's a lot of shit that went into it. But we're way too talented to be letting EKU hang around at home. We just are. It shouldn't happen. Uh, and it was a press, first thing, blah, blah, blah. But – I think sometimes we have too much forgiveness. You know what I mean? It's just like, this is a results business. Bring your lunch pail. Play 30 games a year. Let's fucking play. You know, this is our home court. You know, let's win. <laughs> let's kick this team's ass because we're way fucking better. You know, you know, you know when you played to your best ability, win or not, we did not play anywhere close to our best ability. But I know the, the boys were tired. The boys were gassed. There are, there are a lot of th- things that went into the, that game against DKU. I'm one that I like to look at the positives. I like to look at uh, the fact that Fremantle – just fucking bald. I like, the, I like the fact that Nate Johnson stepped up and hit two clutch threes to really like get, gain us some, some momentum. I like the fact that Paul Scruggs was aggressive. He was able to reach the thousand point club. So congratulations to Paul. Uh, and, and he, he got some big buckets for us. I was like, and Jason Carter got a double double. We haven't seen that yet. So there are so many things to take away from that game and just be excited about. The actual half court offense once we get there is like I th- I think it's looking good. Should be fun. We just gotta get there gotta and get take care better. of the ball. <laughs> we gotta get way better. I EKU's think at one point not. we started um play like, we started playing too much into EKU's game. Like when I saw yeah. um, Paul Scruggs take a um, fast break three. Oh my goodness! With yeah. like twenty six seconds left on the shot clock, we broke we broke the press beautifully and then took one dribble and popped the three. And I mean it was close but it didn't go in and really didn't there's only chance. one player i want chucking heat checks and that's yes, Kiki Tandy. That is Kiki. I, when we get cj back he can chuck some heat checks and and nate's a good shooter i don't want nate taking like ridiculous off the no. dribble shots early in a shot clock if kiki takes a heat check okay yeah he's right. a, he's a, he's an elite shooter kiki yeah. I, I talk about it all the time and it pisses my girlfriend off so much but he's so talented offensively and that's so valuable especially the last two years just watching the offenses that we had to watch having a guy like Kiki Tandy is just so nice he's become a three level scorer too god he's so fucking talented putting the ball in the hole um 
God, he's good. Um, but it's, it's, it's just tough. And I've, I've just had enough losing, man. Like that, that's not what we do here at Xavier. We push it to the limit. We get better. We get better. We get better. Uh, and we get the most of what we got. And that's just not what we've seen the last couple of years. And that's not our brand. It's not our identity. No, it's not. But my, my thing is we look ugly right now, but this is a time where if you're winning ugly, you're in a great position. Because winning, we can do worse is, than four and zero. Yeah, you can't. Like we, we have the one of the, we have the best record in the country. Best There's just the country. we left the door open though, and and I see that, and it's just like man, Bradley deserved to win. We gave them a one and one, down one point to win the game. I mean, we've left the door wide open. It's yeah, not that, like that it's, stuff will get fixed. Like, it's not like it was close, and like you know we were ahead of them, and they didn't really have much of a chance to win, and they just kind of made it interesting. They could have won the game. I mean, they could easily taken the game. We left the door wide open. We did, and but it's the second game of the year. We didn't have any preseason. Uh, mm-hmm. like, there's a there's a lot of yeah. We threw these guys to the wolves, and like we expected that to be a tough game. Like mm-hmm. we, we I guess it would just yeah, it, it would just be different if it was like you know Providence or you know like a you know a decent a decent team, and they're not terrible, but they're still a team that we should in theory be handling. But you're right, there's a lot goes into it. We got to get better, and it, it is what it is, you know. And let's just hope we get better from here. And it's, it's, it's a, hopefully a long season. Hopefully it's a long season. We'll <laughs> oh, see. We'll, we'll, we're we're going to get a full season where it's it's we got a long way to go. We got a lot mm-hmm. of progress to make. And I feel like I mean I I hate this, but I do feel like we're a team that plays to our opponent. Yeah, so I hate that shit. I I hate when <laughs> we do that. I can't. I hope we like, play to I, I our opponent <laughs> because we're going to play some better fucking opponents right. coming up. And that, that's one yeah. thing that's like, you know, that's, that's one thing that's kind of positive to me. Like mm-hmm. we play to our opponent. We got really tough ones coming up. So we'll have to step up. We're, we're always there, ready for the shootout. You are so. right though. I mean, there is a lot of good shit. Like I see the pieces, man. Like it's all there. Every, every player has shined in different parts of the year where you're like, God damn, like this kid can be fucking good. And it's again, it's not the best competition in the world. Bradley and Toledo are okay teams. Bradley's a decent team. Bradley's got a chance to be a tournament team. Um, I think Bradley will be a tournament team. We'll have to win their conference. They're not, we'll they're, they're, they're not going to be a an at large. They're going to be a. I think they. They'll, they'll be one they'll of the top two MVC team. Yeah, they got a good, they got a good chance. Win. As good a chance as anybody in that league, probably. Um, just got to get better. I mean, I'm, I'm just to me, it's like I'm looking at the Big East. That's our that's our measuring stick, you know. And against the Big East, ain't going to cut it. But everyone's losing. Everyone's had playing tough games. I'd like to see us do a little bit better, but hopefully we'll get better as the season goes on. Yeah, so at the, the bottom line is November. You never want to be the team that peaks in November. You want to be at your floor in November. Of course, it's also nice be... to look good, though. It is <laughs> I nice would to like look to... good. I would look – like... I'd rather play well than not play well right now, though. I hear you, but I'd rather play well than not. Um, but, you know, there's a lot going on, and we're, we're kind of talking in circles. Um, but it's just fun watching basketball, man. And there, there was – it is fun. Uh, it's also fun getting drunk on lives and – talking shit with Rick Carter and, and going crazy. That, that shit makes it a little more bearable because um, it's, it's hard to watch going to EKU in overtime. <laughs> and then the fact that uh, at the, in, in overtime they had that uh, oh. shot that ended up just being a two, that was a savior. But oh my he banked it in. He was, that was not a good shot. But it was, it was just kind of – that just showed how the ball was bouncing EKU's way. That was one of, the, that was one of those lucky things. Yeah, that was lucky, um, but you, you left the door open. But uh, yeah, we'll go in circles all day, but I'm hoping that it's a, uh, a much more conversation, a much more fun conversation come, come Thursday, Friday. So what exactly do we need to do better against Tennessee Tech? And then against um, – Well, against Tennessee see. Tech, a sub-300 team, I'd like to think that we could come in, you know, bird box style and win by 20. 
Um, tighten up the so. de- tighten up the defense. The turnovers were atrocious. Obviously, um, gonna need Duan Odom. I think Duan Odom is the only pure point guard on the roster. You're gonna need him to show up. Uh, he he has to be consistent all season. I know he's a freshman. He needs to be consistent all season. We're asking season. a lot of him, and we need to. Tandy needs to play defense. Uh, Freeman will keep doing his thing. Scruggs needs to play. Scruggs needs to stay in games. Um, just so much to tighten up when it comes to turnovers and defense. And then this team needs to fucking block out. Good and, lord, we need to block out. And I think I think it all starts and starts and ends with Fremantle. I mean, we know Brian Griffin's going to get in there and get get boards. Um, I think I mean Deontay does a really good job of getting to the boards, but I feel he needs to be stronger with his hands. He's soft, getting the, yeah. And he he gets knocked around super easily. He, he does. I mean, he needs to, he needs to toughen up. Carter's, that was one. Carter's bringing his lunch pail on, on the glass. I love I, what he's doing. I think Fremantle's the heart and soul and the emotion of this team. So if he starts getting in there and pushing people around and um, playing bully ball, the others will follow. I and mean, Nate Johnson's playing some really good defense. He's we been, also have good. We have good rebounders from the wings and the guard positions too. I think Scruggs is a fantastic rebounding guard, and I think Nate Johnson's doing a decent job on the glass. Nate Johnson hustles, man. I, I like the does. way he goes I'll, after fifty-fifty balls. Yeah, I've been loving the way he's played. Mm-hmm. One thing I'd great. like to see more of is Paul Scruggs getting the ball in the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ha- it's a huge mismatch. He's got those. He's got that six-ten wingspan. He's uh, he's, he's got that beautiful. <laughs> if he was six ten, he'd be incredible. <laughs> he is, dude. His his back to the basket game is so fucking good. And the fact that we have him playing at the three now is it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it gives him the Scruggs opportunity. Scruggs is awesome. To play. You just need him in the game. <laughs> you can't do anything when you foul out in twenty one minutes, man. Scruggs should not be playing twenty one minutes, especially when we have a seven man rotation. Right, yeah, we, need, we need Scruggs in the 30, 35 minutes. Because mm-hmm. it's like you said, Tandy was in there, but it's like who the fuck else was going to be in there? <laughs> A walk on, you know, like we had right, no other option. I, th- I think, I think Odin was on the bench. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. That, that, that was my big. Uh, Odin was, was on the bench. Up. He was just a walking turnover. It's a, yeah. it, it was a tough. I, I don't know what I would have done differently. I mean, yeah, defensively it should have been Odin, but he was just he just did not look. He still talked about it after the game. He just didn't look in it. And and I think uh, one thing Odin was doing, he was trying to make those long passes, uh, oh, trying to break the press, and those are passes that he probably did make in his AAU games. You can do and you can do that shit in high school in AAU. You yeah, can't do that shit. But at, at division, so that's one thing he's got to ha- got to get used to. Like we are at the division mm-hmm. one level now. It's a huge step up from playing for the, for the Atlanta Celtics. Like as That'd as good as the, those those players already has played against, like it's a huge step up. But he'll learn. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And I'm not worried about the one. We're gonna figure it out. I'm not worried about the one over. It, it'll be honestly, dude. I think eight's the magic number for our rotation. So seven is tough. Um, I don't think it's like you're bringing in like the best. Like, it's not like we're getting Paul Scruggs back. But I think Colby Jones is slated to be a starter. He just he fills so many gaps. Colby Jones does. And then we just I'm have not, another shooter with CJ coming in. Yeah, it's just nice to have the numbers with everything. So I'm hoping that helps. Uh, I'm not counting on them for the shootout. That'd be nice. But if it's I their think first game. Zero way. Yeah, and even if it's their first game, like your first game in the shootout is freshman. You can't, Good fucking luck. Yeah, you cannot you cannot expect anything there. Good fucking luck. So yeah, it is shootout week though, man. Like it's time now. I, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I think they have a little bit more of the freshness. We have a little bit more of the experience. I mean, it'll be our sixth game. Uh, their second uh, with their one game against Lipscomb tonight, um, Tuesday night, I believe. I think they play. Are yeah, they playing I think, tonight? I think so. My dad said they. Well, let's like check the ESPN Plus schedule. My dad's old, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I think that's a bold strategy. I mean, I would say advantage X in that regard. Uh, the only thing that worries me a little bit is just the back-to-backs and then only, you know, three days between games, uh, between um, Tennessee Tech and the shootout. So, we'll see. Um, but it is shootout week. And, honestly, I kind of forgot that it was shootout week. Everything's just going so fast, man. Because I'm thinking, all right, the shootout is like our seventh game. 
and then oh shit, we play four in a week. Yeah, <laughs> it's been wild. I guess the shootout to me, I normally think like late December is. Kind yeah, but of I mean, but it's December. typically it typically is early December. Yeah, it's uh, just like the start of the season was a little later, and right. it, it just it crept crept on us quick. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I I want to kick their ass. <laughs> I, th- I think I mean we know Fremantle. We, we got we got the um, matchup with uh, Fremantle. Vote I like Fremantle on that one. Really, Keith Williams is gonna be a problem. Keith Williams gonna be a problem, and it wouldn't be a problem if they would just not make healthy people sit out. If we had Colby Jones, I'd feel a lot better. I would feel so comfortable if we had Colby Jones. Colby'd be a great matchup. Uh, who gets the assignment, Nate Johnson? E- either either Nate or um, Paul. I think yeah, Paul. You I- got length, but. Keith I would, Williams I would. is so explosive that I'd much then, rather have Colby or Nate. And then, oh, I would if it was me, I'd tip pick Colby all day. And then, too, it's like if you put Paul on him, that you could be looking at foul trouble like crazy. Yeah, Keith's gonna have the ball in his hands that. all game. So it's it's gonna be interesting, and uh, we don't have the numbers to afford to lose a guy, especially especially Paul Scruggs, especially in the shootout. I mean, it's it's not gonna have fans, so I don't think it's gonna be as tough on the players, like as pressure filled. But the guys that know the game, like Keith Williams and Vote and those dudes, they're gonna bring it. Especially right, when you're the team that lost last year and you're at home, like they're still going to bring it. I don't think it's going to have the energy that it normally would, which is good for us. Um, <laughs> super good for us. But those those dudes are going to play much much harder than a normal game, and I don't think our guys are ready for that because we haven't really played a top 100 team all season. So well, the nice thing is we've been battle tested. We have been battle tested. Yeah, and not as against uh, good as teams, but it's going to be. I, I can't believe ready it's for the be moment second, at least. I can't believe it's going to be their second game. I mean, we, you're, you're right. We have had to battle in, a t- in close games, which is helpful. I think. Um, I just can't believe it's their second game. That's a bold strategy. That's a bold strategy, man. I don't get why I don't know they what the fuck they were thinking. And they play tomorrow at five. Like okay, tomorrow so at five. T- tonight, lot, when you're listening to this, tonight at five. At five. That's wild. So, and I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the strategy there. And like, at least if you're, if you're gonna play that, if you're gonna uh, make us make the shootout your second game, why are you scheduling with them? Like. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's, it's it's a move, man. I, I, it's not what I would do. Uh, but if they win the game, we can't talk shit. Um, we'll see. Yeah, UC's weird. <laughs> UC's weird. <laughs> like airing their dirty laundry on their shitty, uh, their shitty fucking what, like <laughs> offers, and then this bullshit. I don't know. Um, but you know, who are we to talk our shit? We're we're mucking it up with EKU. Uh, but I, I think I think we're we're about on the same page, man. And I think I've about covered it. Um, little rundown tonight, but both of them are a little tired. Uh, midweek blues, uh, it's it's uh, peak season. Probably Good fighting work. a hangover from the 15 bottles of wine you've drank the past three days. I gave, I gave the bucket to business, dude. Yeah, it was a rough <laughs> night. Rough night, dude. But uh, I needed it, man. I needed it to get through that shit. That was rough. Um, but, yeah, man. Good shit as usual. It's nice not being underwater anymore. You sound so much better. And- <laughs> Xavier I got a little fans. cold thing if you can hear that, but it's all good. Still, probably sound way better. And I'm I'm fight. I'm literally getting over that. Um, as I, I've been feeling sick for about a week. Um, but Xavier fans, we're going to be okay. Stop freaking out. We're winning Freak games. Out. Everybody panic. Lose Everybody panic. Oh my god. Start panicking. Throw shit. It's like the SpongeBob in his brain. He doesn't know what his name is. Just start tossing over foul cabinets and just burning Keith everything. Wellington. <laughs> You're Mr. Aaron Rodgers on the R-E-L-A-X thing. I'm just like Jackie Moon with the bear in the fucking building. Let's freak the fuck out. Everyone lose their goddamn minds. I do like Travis Steele's mindset, though, bro. Like after, I, I listened to him on Byron and Joe uh, last night on the radio. He was pissed. 
And then on the post game, pissed. And then this morning, pissed. I'm like, let's fucking go. I bet Prax was a bitch. And, and like, should we be satisfied with the way it's been going? Absolutely fucking not. Fuck no. No, we shouldn't because like we are so much better than the way we've been playing. But that's the thing. We are better than this. This is not our ceiling. We just got to turn it on. And Travis yeah. is a guy, he gets teams to turn it on. We saw it in his first year when, we brought, when he brought a team that lost six in a row back from the dead and got him from a one bullshit charge call away from the NCAA tournament. We would, I would just feel better if we had seen it from Steele so far. Like, we just haven't seen – we haven't seen a team play to their best, their best yet, you know, under him. And he's, he's got – he has to prove it, you know. Like, you don't, I mean, think yeah, the, you do have to prove it. I'm not going to sit there. Like, I've said for the – I've said all year, like, you know, this is the year we have to see progression. Mm-hmm. We have to be – like, I think a, tur- a tournament is a necessity this year. We have to make, we have to make the dance this year. Uh, yeah. So There's a lot this team has to improve on to be a tournament-worthy team. Yeah, I mean, it's been four games. It's November. Yeah, I mean, we saw Providence like, like said, last year. You have, to take it, you have to take it as it comes. You know, like, take it in perspective. Um, and luckily, we haven't shit the bed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we struggled, but we didn't shit the bed. You know, if we had shit the bed and lost one of these games or two of them, then it's holy shit. Like, what, what are we, we doing here? No margin for error. And we very well could have. And, that, and that's just what I've seen. Like, left the door open twice. Like, bad. Um, very well could have gone day, in that direction. But we're, we're, we're 4-0. 4-0. Got to correct this shit, though. And Steele always says it. I'd much rather learn from a win, but I'm hoping the lessons are being cemented because it ain't going to cut it during the next 22 games. We probably had, what, like two practices in the last week? And then today? They probably have have to get rest. I mean, they're about to play games. I'm sure sure they're taking a day off in between. Yeah, but I mean, I guaranteed guaranteed tomorrow's practice is going to – it's going to be a lot of (laughs) – I know, I know yeah. the old heads are thinking free throws, but I'm thinking <laughs> defense. Defense and rebounding. I'm, I'm thinking we need to like, – it's going to be a bloodbath. Like, they are going to be battling in there. So yeah. I love that one tweet that was, like, reading Travis Steele's lips. Just fucking box the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> He's not afraid to call his players Steel's out. A, Steele's a sailor, dude. I know a sailor when I see one. Steele's a fucking sailor. Steele cusses his ass off. I we, heard, we heard it in the um, – in the in the game that we I got to listen to him and Greg McDermott, like mm-hmm. this is what it sounded like. Will you please just grab the <laughs> ball? I love it, dude. Yeah, Steele's an angry dude. I love when he gets angry. Like you can just see his blood fucking boiling, dude. He's fuming when he's like biting his lips and he's just fucking like, oh, dude, I fucking love it. And, so, and, and that's one thing that makes me believe in him. Like he knows there's, he's telling them what they need to do. He is directing done them. It yet, though. <laughs> like until we do it, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't done. You know, he, the formula isn't working yet. Um, but I, I believe in him. You know, he knows what he's doing. Here's it, a stat. We are number three in the country of scoring efficiency, uh, scoring efficiency outside of time, like right out of timeouts. Out of a timeout, we are the third highest scoring efficiency. Wow, I can't fucking talk. Uh, <laughs> we're tired. We need to, we need to roll blob this thing. <laughs> so like the the dudes, the dude knows how to coach basketball. He knows how to draw up yeah. plays. He's, I believe in him, and I know he'll be fine. It. It's just we got to see it. We hasn't been good. It, it just it just has not been good. The, the um, results but, have not been there. But yeah, we are we played early. four ga- we played four early. games with the way he wants to play. Four games. Yeah, it's super early. Yeah, without two of our dudes. Um, let's, so let's I, I just think you need, I just think you need to take it for what it is, and I don't think you need to overreact, but I also don't think you need to underreact. It just hasn't been a positive start, in my opinion, from the eye test. Um, this guy's not falling down, but it, 
We need to get better. And that's just what... No one's going to argue that. No one is going to say we are, we are where we need to be. No right, one's going to sure. say that we have looked good. No one's going to say that yeah. everything's been pretty and we're a Final Four team. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying call it like it is. You know, it's just like I don't think we need to be freaking out and calling for Steele's job, but I also think we're fair to say we should be better. You know, we, we should we, be better. We expect better but, than that. That's not the Xavier standard. I, I don't see a reason to get angry. I'm, I, I'm, I see a reason to, you know, sit down, point out the things that we need to do better, uh, point out what went right, what went wrong. But if you're sitting there um, saying Paul Scruggs sucks and Steele needs to be fired, I'm sorry. Like That's dumb. Yeah. That's I, there, was, there was a kid that commented on your live the other day. He's been bitching for two years. I, Who was it? What they say? I um, I, I said something about how like you know the the half court offense looked good. He's like twenty three turnovers looks good. I'm like dude, you've been I've seen you nonstop just bitch and bitch and bitch. I'm about to go yeah. off. And there's a point. Be, there's a point where it's too much. And and half of it's just a show. You know what I mean? Just like being funny and whatever. Um, whatever. You know, and I was fucking hammered. <laughs> Hammer, dude. That's as drunk as I've been in a minute. That wine snuck up on me, bro. Yeah, we got this like free like hundred hundred dollars worth of wine. Like we got nine bottles for free. So I'm just and I was out of fucking beer or anything. So I'm just taking back these bottles. I'm one, I'm I'm an alcohol guy. Here's my alcohol philosophy. My favorite alcohol is the one that I have. The one that's in the ones in my hands. I'm not someone that goes out of my way for like craft beers or all this bullshit. Whatever alcohol's in the house, I'm gonna drink. It, like I just want alcohol. Like just give me some Bud Light. Give me some fucking like like some angry orchard like i don't really give a shit like as long as it's not fucking terrible dude i'm coming around on bush light by the way my man, i went, I, I went my home with some, some bush light in the fridge i was like it's pretty fucking good it is, it is a good beer dude. that might be that might be the next case that i buy um, <laughs> dude, 30 rack for like 20 bucks i'm just so the best drink is the, the one in your hand you know like it's out like it's out like what's your fuck. favorite what's your favorite beer an open one <laughs> damn fucking straight my dude the wine is pretty good though the wine was sitting hard. It was only alcohol in the house. I'm like, fuck it. I'm taking this wine down. Let's go. Xavier's <laughs> playing worse. I'm like, yeah, let's open up another bottle. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and, but in all reality, no hard feelings at all between us. Never all... hard feelings, even when I kick you out of a live. That's why I love you. <laughs> <We're> so... <laughs> love you, bro. We are. We're still brothers. It's all. Cut on five minutes. What? Cut on five minutes. Can I be a big spin this time? Uh, we'll see. No, not if Patrick, not if Patrick's coming over. If, if Patrick comes over, <laughs> I, I call sandwich. Yeah, no question. Yeah, but we're good. Um, I'll, I'll make some hot chocolate. I'll make it like in the Simpsons movie where like toast all the shit and like really, really fucking make some dang shit. And then we'll uh, we'll drink some wine together and you know light the candles and you know all the all the good shit. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll turn the lights off. The, the dump trucks will glow in the dark. And it'll be good times. All right, bro. Uh, so Roblob. Roblob.